From the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas, Over the Top Cycling. A change in appetite. Lucas User, it's been way too long since we've spoken and lots of life changes going on. Hey, George. Yeah, great. It's uh, It's been a while, but, uh, you know, it's all part of the process, right? It's been a wild ride in this uh, world of transition out of pro cycling. And you've been doing so many cool things. Lots going on right now. Yeah, George, I, I, I took a pretty interesting approach to 2016. Uh, you know, I remember Kaylee Fretz wrote that article in Bella News and uh, I, I posed the question, who, who is Lucas Husser, comma, the not professional cyclist at the end? And sure, shortly thereafter, got, got a job offer and realized that if I was going to stay true to, to, to that question, I needed to figure out who I was beyond pro cycling. And to just go straight into a desk job, I, I felt like I needed to, to kind of figure out more about what I, what I believed in and, and who I was and where I want my future to go. And so spent, uh, turned that job down and, and spent 2016 doing some, doing some soul searching. It's funny to be having this conversation with you because I just got off the phone with Neil Shirley and we were talking about what it's like to come to the end of a pro cycling career and the importance of goals. Uh, would you agree with that? Oh, hundred percent. I think as a professional athlete of any sort, you're extremely goal oriented and, and not only from the macro perspective, but also from the micro perspective. So, you know, you, if your macro goal is to podium at a race or win a race or win a stage or be in a breakaway, whatever your goal is, there's the micro goals that get you there. And those are, those are really easy to attach to when you have a power meter on your handlebars and training peaks to upload it and a coach to tell you whether you did good or, uh, good or bad and, and watch the progress. It's much, much different when your goals are much more emotional, mental, and, and intellectual as opposed to physical. And so that, that's, to me, was the, big, the hardest piece of the transition, was, was setting goals that weren't measured in, in, in watts or heart rate or distance, but were measured in, in happiness, smiles, and, and well-being. And I want to build on that a little bit because in a race, you're an extremely competitive person. Uh, in life, you might be as well, but you just come across as such a nice, laid-back human being. No, I, I appreciate that. Um, nice guys definitely don't finish last, that's for sure. Um, I, I, you know, I, I stay true to some core ethic, you know, ethical values uh, in, in my life, and that's being a good person is, is kind of at the top of that list. And, you know, I, I recognize that you can be a good person in the heat of competition as well. Am I highly competitive? Yeah, of course. I want to win a race just like the next guy. Or I want to, I want to have the, that next big successful career just like everybody else does. But am I willing to sacrifice human connection or, uh, you know, my, my ability to be a good human being? No, like I, I will never do that. And that's, that's something I had to set, set for myself uh, in 2016. That was an intention that, I, I needed to, to verbalize, write down, and, and know that I needed to stay true to that in the next phase of my life. Now, tell us about the appetite rides. You were really building those. Um, I know Michael Friedberg here in Boulder is really getting involved with a lot of that, the chef's rides. How is that going? <laughs> That's going great. So we in, 20, in, in June of 2016, I started the, uh, the appetite ride which to me was just a, a concept to 
for a forced me back on the bike, but forced me back on the bike through, through my network and through my friends. Uh, and so it, I, I, I had lost that hunger for the bike. I'd lost that desire to, to really train and be competitive, but that didn't mean the bike didn't play a huge role in my life from the get go. And so I needed to kind of come back a few steps from pro cycling and realize the bike was now a form of balance and not a form of competition or employment. And the appetite ride, uh, sparked that for me. And the, the concept was fun to build out. Uh, we took, we took about 15 to 16, uh, right. Uh, but athletes, both, um, not necessarily professional athletes, some retired, some, uh, some current and also some people from the, the culinary industry and rode them into the Aspen food and wine classic. And it kind of sparked this whole connection thing where uh, people met on that ride that didn't know each other and then went off and did other fun things. Uh, it led to, to some of them going to do chef cycle and it's led, uh, it's led me to have a, a relationship with chef cycle as well, which is a, a, a ride that gra- gathers uh, chefs in the culinary industry to, to raise money for a, a nonprofit called no kid hungry. And, and they provide meals for, um, for kids that are, are going without them. And they, last year they raised a million dollars for no kid hungry. And this year they're targeting $2 million. And so the appetite ride led into that, but we're also going to continue the appetite ride in a way where it's, it's exactly that it's human connection through the bike. And food has actually become a part of your next career sports food. That is. (laughs) That's right. Uh, so that's, that's the most exciting news right now is that, uh, through a, a really fun way of, of getting to know Gary Erickson and his team at Cliff Bar uh, and, 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 and basically forcing myself into his world at Interbike this year, um, I landed a, a job in, on their sports marketing team. And so I'm heading to, to the Bay Area in California at the end of January and uh, going to start a job with, with Cliff Bar. Now, we are really going to miss you here in Boulder, but you're sort of heading back to your roots I, I am George, and that's like that was kind of the motivation. Is that uh, I, I I'm ready to go home, um, <laughs> literally and and metaphorically, and and just be close to family and friends again, and the the ones I grew up with, the ones that knew that Lucas Huser, the not professional cyclist. Now that is a really interesting, and well thought out perspective, Lucas. You know, it, it, it all came through that soul searching in, in 2016. Um, had I taken that first job here in Boulder, I, I don't know if I would have came to that same conclusion, right? I might've just been real comfortable in my comfort zone here and recognize that, you know, like, you know, I, I, I you know, that that would be my future. Right. But I, I had to ask those questions. I had to figure out who I was and, and we went through some really hard stuff. And I say we, cause I got married in March uh, of 2016 and my wife and I went through some really hard stuff in 2016 and we came out on the other end, like closer than we've ever been and, and, and more focused than we've ever been. And it was just about kind of doing the due diligence. Like they're in a world of distraction right now where every second of your day can be filled with a screen or a task or a sport or cooking a meal or whatever it is. Like you have to find that time to, 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 to allow yourself to process, right. And ask hard questions or else you're never going to get them done. Right. And that, that's kind of the basis of transition. And I don't mean just transition out of pro cycling. I mean, out of a career, out of a marriage, you know, out of, out of home when you're 18, out of college, out of grad school, whatever it may be, transition is difficult in life, uh, but involves really 
tapping into who you are and, and what you truly believe in. Uh, you know, I listened to, to Michelle Obama on NPR yesterday and she talked about the same thing. It's like transitioning to the white house, like becoming like the, the first lady, like one of the, arguably one of the best we've had, you know, in our country ever. She recognizes that you have to stay true to what you believe in. And we all, if we all do that, we will all work together in a way that makes this world a better place. You know, Lucas, I've been so busy with the uh, resort job over the last couple of months. I just have not been able to do as many podcasts as I've been used to doing. And it's really refreshing to talk with you today. And it's also so inspiring to see someone such as yourself, who is very successful as a pro racer, make that transition successfully and be doing really well in your professional life. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, something we talked about a little bit earlier, George, was that you, you you get all these things on your plate, right? And you think, oh, I'm going to conquer the world, and I'm going to do every single one of them better than I did pro cycling, or better than I did my last job, or better than I did this the last thing. And the reality is, is, like, you, you, you need all those options, and you need you need all those things to come your way, or you need to go out and find them, but at some point, you gotta you got to buckle down and focus, right? And, and again, in this world of distraction, focusing is... is relatively difficult um but it's not as it's difficult to start it's not difficult to do and that and that's what i've realized is once i started focusing on and narrowing down the list of options like that's when that's when things really started to work out and and trust me i was anxious and overwhelmed and and going down the road of depression and and getting to this point where i'm like it's never going to work out until i I realized like you got to focus on on what you're good at and and ask the hard questions find find what you're good at find what you believe in and, and go with it. And, and just like, just like yourself, you know, you land with the, you land up with these amazing other podcasts. Right. And when it comes to the focusing on the one, you, you did it right. And, and that's what we have to do to be successful. Well, Lucas user, thanks so much for joining us today. I wish you all the best in your new direction and uh, really appreciate talking with you today. Thank you, George. It was great to, great to touch it, touch base with you and uh, best of luck to you as well. From the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.